just weight loss in the mind. You're about to discover what uh, Shane Jeremy James and Scott Patton have been up to for the last month or so, but we're back on the air. We've uh, made a New Year's resolution to podcast at least weekly, and we'll see if our resolution lasts any longer than most people's resolutions. Eh, Shane? Yes, I, I think we can make that happen. I, think I don't can. think I, I know we can. <laughs> Awesome. So correction language pattern there. Right? There you go. All right, so this is all about thinking fit and being fit. That's how we do it here. That's how we think do it here. Fit and we be fit. That's right. Set those goals and uh, let nothing stop us from achieving them. And it was good we're back on the air because I have to say, I've gotten so many emails from people saying, when are you guys going to be back on the air again? When are you coming back? When are you coming back? And I finally got to the point where I just couldn't take it anymore. You got me. We're back. Yeah, well, every time I'd say hi to Shane, he'd say, I've got three more emails asking when we're going to do this podcast. So, and of course, it's a labor of love. We love doing it. Speaking of uh, doing things, I noticed you're not doing something that you've been doing for the last six months. And I wanted to call you on it. Yeah, okay. You, you haven't been using your crutches. Yes. I so, went, what happened? I went from my crutches to uh, one crutch, from two crutches to one crutch to a cane. And now the cane is pretty much just about gone. Just keeping it around for yeah. her, like for a little show now. I need, I need the sympathy now. I'm really <laughs> not hurt anymore. That's right. All the ladies. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> Smart that way, right? I know, I know how to work that way. So it's been all. What has it been? Six months. Six, six months. months. You broke your leg. You broke your th- the femur in your thigh. Broke my femur bone. Wait, just to keep everybody up to date, if you haven't uh, listened to previous podcasts, you were wakeboarding in the summer. Yeah, thought I was. And what happened? Behind the boat, wakeboarding, wiped out, turned oh, over. My all boat, that water is so hard. Water. It's hard in Saskatchewan. It was that triple-double backflip I did because I'm just so great. <laughs> I actually didn't do that, but I wish I could call that and say it was that incredibly of an accident. Didn't happen that way. And it was, what, you were going like four miles an hour? Yeah, I just got up and fell. That's even worse. <laughs> no, let's just say it was a triple back flip. Yeah, it just sounds, sounds better. Sounds better. That's right. That's right. So now you're at least you're you're walking, and uh, yeah, the leg is pretty well. It's healing. I mean, obviously you'll feel a little bit of stuff from you know continuing. Yeah, to it. it's healing. And uh, you know, when I go back to the process, like I said when I was on the boat, I said you know everything happens for a reason. And when I was kind of going into the ambulance, I hadn't had any demoral or anything in me yet. And the paramedic turns to me and she goes, what do you do for a living? And my brother goes, oh, he's a motivational speaker. And they go, we can tell. You're handling it better than everybody else. Right, right. You know, so it was a mindset at that time. But having said that, I thought I was going to be just out of the hospital. So what happened, I get to the hospital, you know, it was like three-hour ambulance ride to get to the hospital. And uh, the doctor brings me in and they get me kind of pumped up on some medicine and stuff to help me. And, and, uh, and... I was in Saskatchewan, and I said, so when can I go back? To BC. Yeah, to British Columbia. Yeah. I said, oh, well... Which is only like 3,000 miles. Yeah. So I had to fly back. I said, well, I can probably go back in four days, right? He's like, no, like a month. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I actually believed that I would get over this in a month. I thought that my brain was that strong. See, I believe that much in the brain, obviously. Right. But I actually believed that I could actually pull out of it that fast. Now... That's a strong belief system, but it, was, it didn't really happen that way. So, uh, you know, and my mom kind of laughed because she heard me go in there when the doctor said to me, well, there's just no way. And she heard me go, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, you know, when they say everything happens for a reason, we all go through different stuff in our life when it comes to our health, our weight, our, you know, just everything. There's well, so many things that happen. There's just the challenges that occur in our lives. That's right? right. And I think just saying everything happens for a reason gives us, it certainly empowers us in a way that is a lot better than, oh my God, what happened to me? Totally. Poor me. Mm-hmm. And, and then there was days when I was sitting in that bed when I couldn't go to the bathroom on my own. I had to, my, my life completely, utterly changed. Right. I had everything that I was doing taken away from me in a matter of a second. Um, and, wh- and how it ha- helped me was the fact is I actually started to a little bit understand, I think, humanity at a deeper level when somebody has an accident. Mm-hmm. And now I More look at passion. people. I look at people in a completely different level. So for me, for my career... You know, I already could touch a lot of lives and, and felt for people, but I feel for people at a whole different level now, right. a completely different level. So I can actually coach and teach and help and change the world at a different level now, uh, just from it going through that experience. Now, if we go back to the fitness and, and health, and then here's a very important part of what happened to me. I was still on my crutches, and it was only a week and a half to two about two weeks after, I was still in, in Saskatchewan in my mom's house in the bed, I still couldn't walk very much. But I was downstairs already in my mom's gym working out my upper body. Mm. And I couldn't even move my leg. And I was like already working out. I just did not stop. So I didn't quit. Yeah. Most people, what happens when you get in an accident or something goes wrong, you just quit. Yeah, you just decide. Around. That's it. And that's how your life goes. And so I was completely always still you know, exercising. And I said, you know, I'm going to overcome this. It's just a bit of a challenge right now. I'm going to overcome this. It's just a bit of a challenge. And I just programmed that over and over. Sounds like an affirmation almost that you had going through your mind. Yeah, somewhat of an affirmation, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And, and like I said, it was, a, it was a process that it was mentally challenging for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me to say that, that's a bit of vulnerability for me to say that because I teach the mind. Right. And then it was a bit mentally challenging. It was just everything of my life completely changed. Even when I came back home, you know, even to right. go to go places, I, you know, I couldn't really, uh, you know, walk a block. Well, you haven't driven your car now in six months. No, I haven't got to drive in six months. So, yeah, so, so it still limits which, where you can go. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fascinating how you used your mind to... Uh, to take the situation and grow from it. Mm. And and, because we talk a lot about working out like with weights and everything else and when you were talking about uh, going to a higher level with your mind, what I was thinking, what was going on in my head, the picture I had was, okay, I'm doing curls and I do curls very easily with 50 pounds, right? No problem. 50 pounds, no problem. Now all of a sudden, it's like, here's two 100-pound weights, right? Now, oh, you know, but if, when you get to it so that you can use those 200, those 100 pound weights just as easily as the 50, mm-hmm. you know, you now know you're at a higher level of fitness yeah, or strength, sure. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that happens is we have these challenges and they are like going to a higher level of weight. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my favorite weight stories is a buddy of mine was uh, training with a trainer, right? And all he wanted to do was go in and try, he didn't want to think about anything. It's kind of like when I hike with my buddy Don. Yeah. I don't want to think about where we're going. Don, tell us where to go. Tell me where the path is and let's just go. Right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he would go in every day and the, the trainer would put the weights on and tell him what to do. And he wasn't thinking about anything. He was just doing the work that the trainer told yeah. him to do. Three months he goes to the trainer and he says, that's it, I quit. I'm done. And, and the trainer's like, what? It's like, what do you mean? He says, 
I thought after three months I'd make some progress, but these weights are just as hard and heavy today as they were three months ago, and I've had it. <laughs> the guy says, hold on a second. Three months ago it was 20-pound weights. Today it's 80-pound weights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he just, and he yeah. hadn't noticed the weights were going up. and you know, He just thought it would be the same weight. Okay, this is easy now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Not realizing that, that we like to continually challenge ourselves, yeah. right? And we would be bored uh-huh. if we didn't have these challenges. And, right? and, and the key is how do we handle them? And the key is also one thing that you say there about is these challenges and a lot of times, what happens when we get into a challenge is people back away from it because you have to push your, outside your comfort zone. Yeah. That, that's majority why people are not successful in your weight, in your life, in a lot of different areas. Because as soon as you have to, you know, feel that uncomfortable feeling in your body, it's like I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. It's like in that nervous system. All of a sudden, the nervous system goes, "Oh, oh, I don't like this. I'm yeah. out of here. Let's go back to my comfort zone. There's yeah. no way I'm pushing that limit." Yeah. Let's take it the easy way. Yeah. So I challenge everybody right now listening, you know, since it's January, look where your comfort zones are right now in your health and fitness and your weight. What are you not pushing outside your comfort zone? What are you still doing in your life that's holding you there, keeping you there right now, you know, keeping you from being the best that you could possibly be in anything that you do? Yeah, that's a good one. I, I want to add a challenge too. We, uh, we regularly get together with five to ten pretty interesting people, usually uh, positive people, successful people, people that we've got a lot of respect for. They're our friends, right? And uh, that just happened last night. It's going to happen again tonight. And I would challenge you to look at your, the group of people that you associate with and start being really conscious about who those people are. And go and and just and also look around and say like wow like there's a really cool person there's another really cool person and and gather them together so that because what happens is when when they all get together the energy just goes yeah. through the roof they get really I mean wasn't yeah. it a great night last great night, night. Uh, one of the best groups we had together last night the yeah. energy was just phenomenal yeah and and I mean and here's what happened for me right I didn't I didn't share this last night but for some peculiar reason there were just things that were weighing me down and I was just feeling like <clears throat> you know and then I noticed you know midway through the evening that was all gone like and I knew that it would I mean because yeah. we all have the, our lives I think are like tides they rise and they fall and they rise and they fall and we have a rhythm to it right and I recognized that this was part of my rhythm and it was just kind of a down rhythm yeah. right and, and I knew that it would pass but I never thought that the people in the group by doing nothing except being themselves and sharing and having fun and, and, and you know sharing their excitement yeah. would elevate my me out of that trough that I was in, yeah. right? And I mean, it wasn't like a huge depression or anything like that, but but it just it just really surprised yeah. me of the impact that that had. And I thought, wow, this is really cool. Totally. I'm feeling optimistic. I'm feeling excited. Yeah. You know, and one of the things that we did was we said, okay, you know, what have, what have you done in the last month? You know, and what are the sort of things, some of the things you're working on? Yeah. You know, oh, you know, I lost 10 pounds and oh, my business doubled and I'm, you know, whatever the yeah. stories were, right? And then when, when it was my turn and it was like, well, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm listening to me going, holy smokes. Yeah. That's pretty cool yeah. stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think often we don't reflect enough on what we've accomplished. Yeah. You know, when I think of what I'm about to do and I'm about to accomplish and part of me goes, oh my goodness, that's a pretty high mountain, right? And that's part of the challenge. <laughs> but sometimes it's like, oh. Well, then you've got to bring yourself back down because what happens is 
You think about the future too much, causes frustration and stress in the brain. You yeah, think right. about the past too much, causes frustration and stress in the brain. You live in the moment, huh, all of a sudden stress goes away. You have a clear mind. What a principle is that? That's true. And so that's what I would recommend that you do, is get into that present moment. Like, acknowledge yourself for where you are right now and what you've accomplished. And surround yourself, because it's easy. Many yeah. hands make light work. Totally. And it's really easy when you take yourself and you surround yourself with with positive people that are excited about what they're doing and being successful yeah. and having fun. I mean, if, if we'd have had ten people that were all, well, you know, uh, I, uh, I had, hmm, I don't know what I did last night. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. You're getting your, you're taking my energy away. <laughs> yeah, can you see how sapping that is? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. we don't um, think about who we, who we hang around with. It's so important, especially when it comes to weight loss, right? Mm -hmm. It's so important to see who you hang around with. I mean, I'm going to be blunt. You hang around with fat people, you're going to be fat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just period. You don't see a lot of, I mean, you don't see a lot of my crowd that we all hang out together, you know? A well, lot just of, thinking about them, one guy lost like 35 pounds. 35 pounds, yeah. Last six months, yeah. whatever. And I mean, that, that's a blunt call, and I know some of you right now are sitting there going, geez, I can't believe you said that. But it's the bottom line, it's the truth, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, so speak my mind. We all know that, it's all my career. <laughs> that's right. And, and that's just the truth. You know, you hang around with people that are in shape, you become in shape because. They'll push you to become in shape. You hang around with millionaires, you become millionaires. You know, you hang around with people that have fantastic relationships, you start to learn how to have a fantastic relationship. Yeah. There's a model to this, yeah. right? You just got to go back and follow and follow the people that are doing it right. And it's not like you have to actually think about it. You know, no. you learn it by osmosis, right? Just by being around them. Mm -hmm. It's not that they're lecturing you about this or that. Although, you know, you, you order a donut, you get really weird looks, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no, I up with that back. Too many people order a donut in front of me. <laughs> no, they don't like to have to stand on the table and yell at a fat pig. So they don't, like, they don't like that challenge when they play with me. So, yeah. Cool. So, January, now, we're... we're Everybody has their New Year's resolutions, whether it's 17th, 18th today, or what is it? Yeah, it's 19th. 19th, so most people have stopped their, their resolution by now. broken them. From, yeah, you know how I feel about resolutions. Yeah. You don't make them. Right. Why? Because you should be making small goals throughout the year that add up to your end goals. So that, that would be like me waiting and saying, okay, actually, I think I'm going to do this strategy. I'm not going to do anything this year, and I'm just going to wait until next year and set my New Year's resolution and just do nothing this year. Perfect. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to go eat donuts and stuff. Yeah. Get a Krispy Kreme. Yeah, we'll get nowhere fast. Yeah. So, you know, but that's why New Year's resolutions are no good, because a lot of times we set, us, set ourselves up for failure. Most people, actually, that set a New Year's resolution will never follow through. And this is an interesting fact that they set the same one the next year and the next year after that. That's the definition of sanity. Yeah, well, you never have to think about what it is. <laughs> the same one. 20 years later, you're wondering, well, why am I still like this? Why haven't I changed any behaviors? Why am I still hanging around the same people? Why have I not lost any weight? Why have I not made any more money? Yeah, asking the wrong question. Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay, so uh, we're not going to set New Year's resolutions. If we did set them, we've already broken them. So cool. Mm -hmm. And if you have set them, and, and you're staying with it right now, well then just keep setting more and more tiny goals yeah. as you go. Stay with it. And that's the key, setting tiny goals, because the quicker you can achieve your goal, you get this little, yes, 
mm-hmm. pump up, right? Yeah. And that's huge because the more of those you get, it's like uh, exercising that, you know, doing those curls, exercising yeah. those muscles, get stronger and stronger and stronger, and then you can take on bigger and bigger goals. See, a lot of times when we set those big goals, our brain gets overwhelmed. Yeah. And it just goes, whoa, that's too much. So it actually demotivates us. Yeah. So if you set small goals, like for example, a lot of my weight loss clients, I'll put them on small goals that will lead into end goals, so that it'll be like this Friday till next Friday, we're going to lose two pounds. That's the goal. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the week after, two pounds. And all of a sudden, in, in a month, they've lost, you know, eight pounds. Right. Or a bit or more than that. Some weeks, they had four yeah. or five. Who would but be we happy set the small goals. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're like, wow, all of a sudden, I just lost 10 pounds. Yeah. How'd that happen? Because yeah. they don't even understand it because they've chunked it down so much into small goals. So they're not overwhelmed. Because right. most of the times we set a goal, it's like, gotta lose 100 pounds. And we got to do it now. It's not like it came on in one day. Yeah. You know, people come to me, can you help me lose weight in one day? Yeah, yes. yeah, but not yeah, 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 yeah. I can help you lose weight fast, but it wouldn't be healthy for your body. That's right. Well, that's yeah. called that's called the Dr. Atkins diet. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that's called kill yourself. <laughs> well, I was going to say you had uh, you had one of your clients over the other day, Leslie, right? Laura. Laura. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't realize because uh, we had a film crew in, and they did a whole film show on you and everything else. Yeah, yeah. And they had before and after of Laura. Yeah. And I, I had met her before, I'm sure. Yeah. She's yeah. very familiar to me. Yeah. And and I didn't realize the before because I've only known her you know the last couple yeah. months, right? Like she lost a lot of weight. Yeah. She's did well. Boy, and beautiful. Yeah. Just amazing what happens when you drop. I don't know how much you dropped. 30, 40, 50 pounds? No, I think she's over 80. 80? Yeah. yeah, when you drop 80 pounds, yeah. you turn into, it's like a butterfly mm-hmm. coming out of the cocoon. Yeah. It just blew my mind. And we're still going, we're still going for more. She's yeah. going to be on my fitness DVDs. Yeah. She's like working her tail yeah. off. Hi, Laura, by the way, because she'll be <laughs> listening to this. Yeah, we're very proud of you, Laura. Good job, yes. Sorry I got the name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we deal with a lot of people. <laughs> so, uh, what um, what time is it? Are we close to finishing, or do we we're, keep listening? Yeah, no, we're near the end. Near the end today. We need to leave them with something wise and inspiring. Something wise. Okay. Well, quick review. What did we talk about? We talked about comfort zones. Yeah. Pick two things right now that you can push outside your comfort zone. So when I say push outside your comfort zone, I'd probably look at let's chunk it down a little bit and say some habit. Pick two habits that are not taking you closer to your goal. And how do you want to change a habit? Do the opposite of a habit. I mean, that's the quickest way I can do it right now. If we want to give a little more teaching about changing a habit, I can do that in the next podcast sure, coming up. Sure. So why don't we do that? When the next podcast coming up, I'll do some teachings on how to change a habit that will change your behavior. You can come to the state of being it and come become a completely different person. Yeah. And I have, I have another, if you want to get outside your comfort zone and do a wild one, mm-hmm. I couldn't do it, I have to tell you. Leave your clothes on. Dog Baron. Uh, did this in one of the podcasts I did with him. Yeah. He says, find the piece of clothing that you're most comfortable with. An old sweater that you just love putting on or whatever, right? Yeah. That you've had forever and give it to away. And I have this old sweatshirt that, you know, I've, it's blue, it's nice, it feels good. Yeah. And I've had it forever and I was so inspired after that podcast. I went home and I got, I knew right away which piece it was, yeah. right? I got it out I looked at it and I'm going to give it away. And then it was like, oh, yeah. oh, Tough. I can't, no, it's still hanging up right at Get rid of that oh, thing. Oh, I it's funny you brought that up because I was just talking to Jessica the other night, my girlfriend, and, and I said to her, one of my goals 
is that whenever we go into a different city, me and her, and, and when my staff goes into a different city with me, we all give away our whole suitcase to the homeless. Uh-huh. Everybody. And that'll be for the rest of my life. So whoever works with me will be giving their clothes away every city we go to, no matter what. Right. We'll be coming home with no clothes. Except what we have in our back. Because <laughs> they won't let us on the plane with nothing else. It'd be interesting. Walking right. around fogs and bikinis right. and stuff, I guess. Right. But hey, we get a lot of publicity on that one. Mm-hmm. But no, and that's, that's the thing. We all give away our suitcase everywhere we go. No, I'm not basis. taking that sweater with me yeah. on the road. <laughs> <laughs> everyone will be packing different with me. I'm not bringing that. I'm not bringing that. I'm not bringing <laughs> Why that. Why aren't you bringing any of these nice clothes? Because they're not coming back with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. All right. So there are some ways of getting out of the comfort zone. Yes. Look at who you are surrounding yourself with. Mm-hmm. Are they positive people? Are they where you want to be? Right? Are they, you know, are they... Fitness-wise, wealth-wise, health-wise, relationship-wise, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then if they're not, we're not saying dump them or anything else, but, but start bringing in other people that are, are where you want to be. That's right. And don't lie to yourself. You know the people that are there that are not great in your life. Yeah. That sometimes you do have to cut a tie with. Sometimes family is family. We can't cut ties. But we can also get a different group. Yeah, and you can minimize it. Yes, we can Cool. And look at your cupboards right now. You know, it's January. Look in your cupboards and go see what's in there right now. Change the environment, too, rather than just change the people. Go look in your cupboards. Do you have a bunch of crap in there right now? Do you have a lot of fruit and vegetables? Do you have we're cold rains? We're doing the spring cleaning in, in January. But, you know, I have, a, I have a friend who just moved into a home, yeah. his own home, right, into a house, and into a home, right? It's like my parents moving into a home or something. No, I moved into a house, and I knew that he had a lot less furniture in his old place than he did in his new place, right? Yeah. And I had I have a bear, a bed, sorry, not a bear, a bed in my furnace room. I hope you don't have a bear in your, in your <laughs> furnace room. <laughs> it's sleepy, it's hibernating. I have this bed in my furnace room, right? Because I know the place to stick it. I, yeah. I, like I, I, it's weird. I've got all this furniture that I've never bought. And it was way too much. And I had a couple of chairs, you know, nice big sofa <coughs> chairs, and um, uh, some stands, and fun, just junk in, in, in my rec room. So I said, look, do you need some furniture? He says, well, like what? And I told him. So he came over, he took out uh, a computer monitor, he took out a, a bed, he took out two chairs, he, just a bunch of stuff left. It doesn't look like anything's left my rec yeah. room, right? But it's no less messy, but... I thought, wow, but it felt really good just getting rid of some of this stuff. Yeah. Right? So sometimes, you know, we accumulate. We, Despite the recession, despite all the bad news and everything else, we are so full of stuff. It's unbelievable. So look at you, like you said, look at what you've got in your cupboard. Right. Look at what you've got in your house. And I think, wow, like, do I really need this? So full of stuff. And a cluttered house and stuff all around like that becomes a messy brain. Yeah. They go link. They link together. Absolutely. So clean it out and then you get a clearer brain. Yeah. And the brain is what you need to succeed on everything. That's right. So there you go. Lots of work. Lots of work. New year, new work. Lots of fun challenges. And remember this. Always enjoy the journey. It's not about the end result. It's about the journey of getting there. That's right. So uh, head over to www.freeweightlosspodcast.com and leave a comment. Let us know uh, what's in your cupboard. Let us know what you've thrown out, what you've cleaned out, what comfort zone you've gotten out of, what habits you want to change. 
because uh, the community there will su- all support each other. That's right. And there's nothing like declaring to 152,341 other subscribers <laughs> of this podcast exactly what you want to do. Put your intention out there. That's right. And also go over to my website and sign up for the newsletter. That's right. ChainJeremyJames.com. And also, if you want to see uh, the video of Shane on TV, it's uh, on your Facebook. Yeah, you can go to my Facebook, and that's uh, Shane Jeremy James. So Facebook, just do a search on Shane Jeremy James on Facebook. It'll come up. Yeah. Vancouver, BC. Vancouver, BC, yeah. Quite a few of you are on there already. The ones that are listening there, just add me as a friend. Say you're from the the podcast. Yeah. And... uh, if you don't say you're John. from the podcast, he won't he won't become your friend. No, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, but I get I get two hundred a day. <laughs> so you better do it quick because there's a limit on Facebook of five thousand people. Yeah, that's right. You're quickly approaching it. Awesome. Well, happy New Year, Shane. Happy New Year to you too, and it's fantastic to be back again. It is. So uh, the last four words, yours. Think fit, be fit. Bye bye, everybody. Bye.